Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and with me tonight to talk good news in the men's side Chivas realm for once, Luis and Flo. Guys, what's up? What's going on? What's up, man? Flo's back. We're back, we're back. He's back from loan. <laughs> yeah, man. Belayas knew I was taking a break because he hadn't fired Vucicic, so he had to make the call. Give me back facts, on the Flo said I'm boycotting until Wolf is gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what we did, right? That's why we haven't re- been recording. Pretty much. We just they and don't want the to games sound... have been kind of whack. Yeah. And because of, we said, that, I think last time we were on, like, it's no point in recording, like, right after a game if he doesn't get fired because we're, we're literally going to repeat the same thing over and over with him. It's just repetitive, right? It was getting so repetitive. We're like, why? Why are we going to record? That makes and me want to stop Rigo, listening I'm pretty sure Rigo's knocked out right now. What time is it? 10... Oh yeah, fat. it's ten fifty. He's definitely knocked out. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see. All right, so we we beat Pachuca on Saturday night. We were just talking about how nobody watched that game or fell asleep during that game because it was it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was still uh, pretty bad. There were some positives to take away, I think, from that game. Um, at the end, with like twenty minutes left, I think Chicote Calderon came on. He looked good. He was fighting for every ball. Um, created a couple of chances. Made some nice passes. Where do you I play? Think, uh, I, I, actually, year. I don't know. I think left wing, maybe <laughs> left wing, left back. I don't remember. That's what but, happened. It was the beach makes a sub. You don't know where they're playing. Yeah, but he looked good, and that was like <laughs> I, I remember thinking. I was like, all right, cool. At least something good came for, out of this. He's ready for the Clásico. <laughs> yeah. I think Angulo. Yeah, I think he played on the left. I think I did watch this game. It was so <laughs> not memorable that I, I was like, I don't think I watched it, but I think I did actually. I mean, he had the he had the assist for the game winning goal to Angulo, and then you know Angulo is probably our best player right now with Alexis Vega out because of that injury he picked up with the national team against Costa Rica. He's been practicing though. Yeah, I saw him in that that controversial video. We're gonna we're gonna talk about him in a couple of minutes. He was in there, but the reason we're recording. Is Chivas has fired Vucetich. He's no longer the coach. They fired him a week before we play probably our biggest game of the season, the Clásico Nacional against America. What? How do you guys? Where were you guys when you heard the news? I was like, I couldn't believe it. they fired him. I was in bed relaxing. <laughs> I think I, don't, I think you posted it right in our in our group chat we have going on. Nah, Rico you posted said, it. Or Rico. somebody said Vucetich. Oh, I was like, what? It was yeah. like so random. It was so weird. And then I went. Quickly check the Chivas, you know, quickly search it on Twitter. And sure enough, Chivas put out the, the statement that he was fired. You know, what's funny. Someone said on Twitter, I can't remember. I want to say maybe uh, uh, Rigo El Chiva. Maybe I think it was him who said it. He goes like, no one, no one even had like an inkling of Usatich getting a fire. It's how you know a lot of these, these guys have no inside information. No report, yeah. no reporter even like inked, like said, hey, he might get fired. Nothing. I no saw one that, knew yeah. about it. Yeah, it was, it was Rigo El Chiva. Rigo, Rigo made my morning. I, I was at the bar watching uh, Chelsea whoop on the Spurs, and uh, when Rigo's text came through, and I was like, "Oh my God, don't play with me! Don't play with my emotions. I'm drunk right now." <laughs> yeah, bro, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because, I mean, he he won, he won the game, so we thought like his contract was about to get extended again. You know, he hasn't lost. He hasn't lost in four games. Two wins, two draws yeah. in those four games. It's like there's no. I mean, for us, we have every. Even when he would win or he would tie, we would say he should be fired. But as far as 
for Perlais, he had no reason to fire him based off the results. Yeah, that's a, that's a hilarious thing because I think that night against that Pachuca game, I had made peace with the fact that you know we were going to keep him for the rest of the season, and I can yeah. I had kind of accepted it, and I was like, I guess I'm just going to watch whatever amount of games are left, like terrible games, and we're just going to push through it, and hopefully they fire him at the end of the season. And like you said, Luis, four games undefeated. We got two wins, two draws, eight points out of 12. Not bad, I guess, you know. And then they come out of nowhere and fire him. But I guess you could say, like, the fact that they weren't playing well. Even in in the game they won, they probably didn't deserve to win against Pachuca. I I didn't really watch the second half, but... In the first half, there was I was always seeing people tweet that it was boring. They didn't really have that many shots on target. Um, the fact that he came out with no striker at all, which was kind of mm. that was the first like puzzling yep. thing. I don't know if that was something that like creeped into the minds of Belize and was like, all right, what's this guy? What's this guy? What's going on with this guy? What's he doing out there? Uh, but the the excuse the the reason he gave is just, just the way they played, the way that he wasn't able to lift up the team, um, yeah. which is crazy because we've been saying that since since like freaking the third week he was on the team we've been saying we never wanted him to begin with um and it just sucks that now they have to pay him pretty much a year's worth of contract because they didn't let him go what 10 weeks ago when his contract ended yeah did did you guys see like that whole narrative that the media was trying to run about how it was fans that were asking for Vucetich and you know they got what they wanted and now look at look at them like i didn't understand that because like who was asking for Vucetich no, it's funny that when I, I try to think back to some of those press conferences when, when they hired him and stuff like that. And when you look at some of those comments, there are people in there like Rey Midas, Rey Mi blah, blah, blah. He has all these. I think there's people that really fall for like the the the, the narrative from ESPN Deportes of he's this great coach and he has all he won all these championships and blah, blah, blah. And then I think there's there's the ones that are smarter like us. <laughs> And I want to say, honestly, pretty much everyone that follows us on Chivas and Norte, there's very few who are actually like Provost at Beach, who are like, what are you guys doing? It's the same type of coach over and over and over again. Uh, the only person I can think of that wasn't against him is Hoeli. So <laughs> one out of 2,000 whatever followers we have. <laughs> yeah, but nobody wanted him. When we, when we hired him, I mean, I, I think the what we were saying was, well... You know, of of our options, and may, like maybe he's the he's the best. And I know we just wanted to get rid of all the other coaches that we had, and we we're like, well, we we're like, oh, you know, trying to trying to talk talk ourselves into it, but nobody right. really wanted him. Nobody really wanted. Him. Yeah, no, we didn't. We knew what was coming, right? We knew kind of the defensive kind of grind games out style was coming, and it, it just it just wasn't enough i mean during the we can talk about the ricardo palais press conference after they announced it you know he said he said there was there wasn't like a evolution of soccer they weren't seeing the team evolve and that's one of the reasons that they got rid of him and that's what luis you've been making it like a big point about it that he's been he had been with us for what 13 months and you still couldn't you had no idea what he was doing what they were practicing yeah and it's funny because i think early on in his in his tenure i think i want to say maybe like a month in there was a point maybe heading into la liguilla when he when he was on that i think we might have had like carlos on on the podcast and he was pretty much saying that he he hasn't really had the time to work with the with the with the players he came in mid-season and blah 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 and it's like you know what cool you can give him that you can give him that but then the season ended 
And then you start up the next season and it's the exact same shit as the previous. It's like you don't know what they practice. Like they don't pra- they look like they don't practice runs. They don't practice to make to make plays as a team. Um yeah, so I'm not surprised by I said that what I what I'm surprised about is that we this, this we've been known this. We've known this for months now. Like why just he can't believe he just figured it out now. I, what I what I took from from because someone asked him about that. Someone asked him like why now? Why when he when he just got eight points uh, and hasn't lost in four games? And I, what I got from his response is they tried to like to the very end like just pray that it worked that the Wufatich signing signing worked, and they were just sticking it to the very end. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they why they didn't call it quicks earlier, right? You just had a you just had a FIFA break that passed. That was like. Yeah. The perfect time that would have that would have been the perfect time to let him go and then give the new coach two weeks to kind of do what he wants to do with the team and try to implement a style. I know mid season is not an ideal time to hire a coach, so give them as much time as possible before they have to play a game. It makes their eyes look bad too, right? I mean, that may be why he wanted to hold on to Usatich for so long, hoping it was going to work. Because this, this, I mean, Belize was the one that made that hire, and he's. Mm-hmm held on to him for so long gave him a new contract did all this you know stuff that nobody wanted and it just looks real bad on Belize as well just, I don't know why Belize is still there to be honest yeah I think I think when he yeah. extended the contract that should have been that should have been Belize digging his own grave too like if, if you're gonna fire Rusetich then you gotta fire the man that gave him the contract yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like um, on social media, I've seen it a lot. Like people aren't just satisfied with Bucetich getting the boot. They now they want now they want Pelaez out, and I think that's or if if the next hire doesn't work, that's definitely going to be the the next step, right? It has to be. If you're not going to fire him, I would at least not want him to be like the main guy who decides who the coach is. And I'm sure I'm sure the main guy ultimately is Amaldi, but there's a part of me that hopes like Leano, and he has like a younger. A younger uh, circle around him that, that that's helping him rather than just Belize because at this point I don't trust Belize anymore. Yeah, that's the that's the thing, right? Amari seems to one hundred percent have his confidence in Belize and has his back no matter what. We've we've seen Belize, we've heard Belize say, you know, my resignation letter is on the table and it's up to Amari it's up to Amari to accept it, right? So this is well, Amari you, not wanting say... to fire him. But, but but would you would you say that firing Wusatich is probably what Belais didn't want though? I feel like there's a part of it that had to come from like Amaudi saying, "All right, enough is enough," and watching the way the team's been playing. Yeah, I think he rather was in the than, stadium than, that the other yeah, night. rather than Belais admitting like, "Hey, I'm gonna fire him." No, he like he had no he, he like I'm saying he he was able to use the excuses that they won that game to probably hold on to him. So I figured. That's what I'm saying. I figured there, there, there's got to be there was someone in Amaudi's ear or Amaudi watching the games. Um, I don't know if it's Leon. I don't know who else is with them, but that said, hey, come on, man, this this we can't keep going like this. So I don't he know if I'm the license or or he logged on Twitter. <laughs> he finally <laughs> read his mentions. Twitter. I was in there a few times a week. Mentions, uh, he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I feel like the I feel like Byron Wilson Beach was I don't know I don't know if it was what Belize wanted. Um, I had a. Like two days after they fired Bucetich was Amari's birthday, I think. So maybe it was it was him not wanting, you know, all the Kichinga Sumadra and Cumpleañero memes in his in his mentions. <laughs> he wanted to cut back the 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 hate he was gonna get on his birthday. He's like, let me fire Bucetich real quick, or my mentions are gonna be uh, what's that? What's that video that Miggy's always tweeting out? The, uh, the I'm getting cooked, 
video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the Andre, Bur- no, I know. Uh, Adrian Broner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting cooked right now. <laughs> yeah, but then, all right, so now Busatiki's gone and we have an interim coach. That's that's what the press conference was for, right? To announce the interim coach. And we got our, right. our guy, uh, Leaño. He's back. Luis, you dubbed him as the as the greatest Chivas coach of all time. I think it's, it holds. You know, facts are facts. I mean, he's he's coached Chivas before, and he's never lost a game. He's won every game he coached. That, that to me, that's that's arguably the greatest coach of all time. <laughs> I won't say how many games he coached because that's irrelevant <laughs> to the facts. I'll just say he won every he's single game. Goal, right? Yeah, two goal, two goal average per game, zero goals against. Damn, it's like. That's the coach you want leading your team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at I'm I'm not mad at, at Leano being the interim coach. And I was telling you guys earlier that I read an article that Leano reached out to to Maudi and saying that he he wants to stay the whole season, like he wants to be interim the whole season, so that they don't rush into a decision of of who the next coach is going to be. Which which if you throw some names around, there's some coaches under contract still. Leano stays for the rest of the season. Maybe some of those contracts end. I don't know. I don't know. I Yeah, I think Leano, you know, pitching that is... I think that's a perfect situation, right? Because we've seen Chivas try to make short-term... The short-term solution that has been, like, the Chivas way since Jorge Vergara took over the team, right? And now maybe they're going to change, you know? They might do the right thing, like what a what a functioning sports franchise should do. They're going to take their time look at everybody that might be available. Maybe, like you said, some contracts run out, some coaches can get fired, and then hire a new coach that is actually going to do what they want. Because Belaz mentioned it too. You know, He said, we want someone that's going to help our younger players develop, play a more dynamic style of football, because we have all this young talent on the pitch, and it's just not, you know, it's not showing on the field. He mentioned just, a couple. Hold on, hold players. on, hold on. Can I just say Go that ahead. shit pisses me off when he says he wants a coach that's more dynamic, more offensive? Like, bro, you brought players in, <laughs> and then you hired Wusatich, who's the complete opposite of the players you brought. It's like, true. that shit pissed me off when he said that, man. Like, you should have thought about this back then. Oh, yeah, for right, sure. Sorry, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like like we're saying, it was a short-term solution. I, I, I don't think at any point. Well, at least maybe maybe Belize did. Maybe Belize thought Vucetich was a long-term solution. But I don't think anyone else, any fan was like, all right, Vucetich is going to carry us to glory for the next 10 years or something, next five years. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, Belize mentioned a couple of our young players. Uh, Olivas, you know, he credited Olivas, Diva, Gudinho, Antuno, Antuno, An- Antuna, Angulo. So, you know... He wants someone that can get the best out of these players. I mean, Antuna, I think, is a player that hasn't been used correctly on Chivas. And then we see him go to the national team and he kills it every week. I think Antuna can be that player for Chivas. We just haven't had a a coach that can help him get there on Chivas. Do you want to go? Oh, you already said the characteristics of the coach he's looking for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You want to throw around some some of the names? We've heard uh, Turco Mohamed. We've heard Jimmy Lozano. We've heard. I mean, he he mentioned Matias by name. Uh, he said Matias is not really an option because he's on the contract with uh, San Jose. But like we said, you know, never know. Contracts could end. People get fired. If Lanyon sticks around for the rest of the season, that that may be an option at the end of the season. Um, 
What other options are there? Alonso, maybe? Alonso. Alonso. Um, what I took when you when you look at the the characteristics that he said he's looking for in a coach, to me, I felt like right then and there should have just named Jimmy Lozano as the head coach of Chivas. Uh, Jimmy Lozano has spoken out also and said that Chivas has a great um, coaching job. Um, he's coached a lot of the players on the team, at, not only at the Olympics but at the pre-Olympics or the whole process of leading up to the Olympics. I think we went over it before the podcast. You can probably name like seven players from Chivas. Probably more if you start talking about players like Sandejas or there was some other player, Oscar Macias, that are no longer at Chivas. So yeah, to I me, Jimmy probably Alan Cervantes. Mallorca. Jimmy fit, yeah. Yeah. So to me, Jimmy Lozano fit the characteristics of a young coach with because he said maybe not so much a championship pedigree, but that can bring the best out of young players. I mean, right there, he's worked. He's worked with the Olympic team. Not only that, but I would say, and I'm sure, I don't know if both of you or, or Varro, like we were, and we were happy to watch them play. They played they played Wait, a good style of soccer. Luis, you um, cut out there. No, I was saying that we, we stayed up at 4 a.m. for some of those Olympic games, and we were happy with the way they performed in those games. We were, it was very rare that we said, oh, we're not, we don't like the way Mexico is playing or blah, blah, blah. No, nah, no, nah, we were happy. So I wouldn't be mad with Jimmy Lozano as a coach. It would be something different. No, yeah, we've seen them get the most out of our players, right? Angulo played some of his best football since joining Chivas at the Olympics. Antuna balled out. Vega was like the MVP of the, I think he was the MVP of the whole tournament, right? Something like that. Yeah, like the gold He called Beltran when he had no reason to because he hadn't been playing at Chivas. Yeah. He still took, took him Beltran. to the Olympics. Yeah, man. I think Jimmy, I, I know some people criticize his uh, inability to make like in-game tactical changes or stuff like that, but. If he if we if we're gonna get exciting football out of Chivas again, I think why not give Jimmy Lozano a chance, right? I know he's a young coach, and that's one of the things he has going against him. I think, like, as a young coach, as young, as young as Jimmy Lozano is, and with the accomplishments accomplishments he's had already, do you think Chivas is like too big of a club for him to come and that that be his real first team he takes on? Nah, not at all. Especially with the young players, uh, Chivas. Has. Plus, if you look at even if you look at that Olympic performance, they go up against. Was it Korea the first game that they lost? I think that I was, was their second game. No, it was the first game they lost. Their first they game, beat no? France the first game. Okay, then Korea. So, or, no, yeah. Well, whatever. They face Korea and they pretty much they get surprised by Damn. their pressure and their speed, and then they yeah. play them again at the bronze medal game, and it's a completely different game. So right then there you. Jimmy Lozano shows you something that he saw something in, in the team and, and and was able to perform something different. So I mean That's I don't true. I don't think Chivas is too big big of a club, especially the way he's talking. That he obviously looks at it as as, an, uh, as something that he wants to like. You could hear it like, oh, Chivas is a great coaching opportunity, like young working with the Mexican players. Um, so I don't I, I think Chivas and him would be a good fit. As far as yeah, as far as both of their goals align. What happened, Flo? <laughs> That's for this man confusing Korea and Japan. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Korea and Japan. Japan they, weren't they both uh, the hosts? Uh, actually, or, yeah, or, right? or, I don't know. No, it was Japan. It was Tokyo, bro. It was the Tokyo know. Olympics. It's all right. It, it was a while ago. <laughs> bro, it was a couple months ago. We were working up at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Sleep deprived watching La Selección. You know how hard it is to watch the Olympics on the East Coast when it's over there in Asia, man? <laughs> Yeah, bro. Four o'clock alarms. I take everything <laughs> in me to wake up, but once once I was I woke up, I was I was up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
Oh, I forgot to ask y'all. Who 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 do y'all think is the happiest player on Chivas right now that Bucetich is gone? Beltran. <laughs> Definitely, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there's a part of Molina that's like, fuck. <laughs> that was going to be my follow-up question. Yeah, I, I think... <laughs> I think... Chicote or Chicote? I think oh, Chicote, Chicote too. played under, under Bucetich. At least he got some minutes. Yeah, but very, very minimum, very uh, little minutes. I don't know. I feel like guys like Vega and Antuna are happy that he's gone. Cause, I was about to say, probably yeah. Antuna, because he always gets used so wrong. Mm-hmm. You kept putting him on the left wing, and, bro, he we've seen he can't play on the left wing. Put him on the right. Bro, I'm telling you, that lineup we're going to see on Saturday, we're going to be like, wow, a lineup that makes sense. Yeah, I just hope Vega's back for the game. It looks like he's training with the team, so hopefully he's a hundred percent and ready to go. I think I think him and Sandibar were training. I think they were training separately, no? But they were, but like with the goal that they'll be ready for the weekend. Yeah, I think that's the goal. I, I would <laughs> say I would say the best thing for Chivas is to um, leave Leano for the rest of the season because there is. I would say there's positions that Chivas has that they struggle with. Striker being one of them. Um, Getting the uh, getting the midfield situated as what are the right players that should be playing together. So I think rather than bringing a new coach right away and just ha- throwing him throwing him in there to fail, stick with Leano, work, see what you need in the off season, bring in a coach and work together and and put him in the best possible position to succeed at Chivas. Yeah, I think letting Leano try to kind of figure out what we have and you know try to maximize the potential of the squad, and then once the season is over. You start talking to coaches and high, or at least try to have a coach ready, like a week after the season's over, right? Do your due diligence this whole time until the end of the season, announce them, and then you know open up the wallet, get this coach, you know some of the players that he'll want to try to fix the squad, and then we go from there, right? Because you get a whole off season to work, and then we have a Bro, brand new season. We get we get Peralta Oribe Peralta's contract off the books. I think it's off the books this season, right? He's done? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When the season's over. Yep. So, so we'll definitely have a little bit of money. Bro, that yeah, miss. Let's talk about the miss he had. <laughs> that miss he had. Oh, my God. I thought he would never top that Tigres miss. And then the man said, hold my uh, multivitamins and topped it. Like, bro. Oribe at Chivas got to be the worst striker of all time. <sighs> have we had worse on Chivas? Who's that? Who's that seven foot striker we had like a few years ago? But he never got enough opportunities Ooh. the way Oribe has. Oh, the guy from uh, Luis Madrigal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy's that guy stunk. Bro, too. but like Oribe's had legit chances though. Like That's true. in front of the goal. Like on more than one occasion. I'm trying to think. Like Borghetti was pretty was washed good. when he came to Chivas. Borghetti was washed. We had Carlos Ochoa. Bro, we was at I was at I was at a wedding for the for the game. We're at the wedding. My uncle my uncle flew down from New York. You know, a big Chivas fan also. He's sitting next to me when when you posted the gif, and I'm like, oh my god! He's like, what? I show him. <laughs> he was almost getting upset at the wedding. <laughs> oh man, that's why I post the gifts because no matter where you are, either Chivas is gonna make your night or ruin your night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a terrible miss. I saw somebody in their mentions trying to defend him. They're like, well, the goalie sort of deflected the ball, and that made it harder for him to make it. I was like, bro. Nah, like he could have just, just, just stood still and the ball yeah. would have bounced in off his body. 
He was legit like six inches to defend him too. <laughs> that's why. See, that's why. And now, and that's why people shouldn't like talk shit about Prime Chicharito with the <laughs> making them mm. in with his ankles or there his shins. Like, nah, that's <laughs> clearly not everyone can do it. <laughs> what do you say, Flo? That's his skill right there. That's his skill, yeah. Yeah, you gotta know. A poacher is a poacher, right? And this guy couldn't do it. But what what a terrible miss. Um, what else have we got to cover? Yeah, so you guys said Molina's definitely the, the saddest player on Chivas that Bucetich left? Yeah, I think so. It has to be. That's the only person in the world that believes in me. <laughs> maybe, maybe Ponce? Oh, come on. Ponce's, Ponce's gonna get Mendix, though. He <laughs> still has Varo. He still has Varo. <laughs> nah, I've, if if we're gonna play in the off, like an offensive style, then that's where my Yorga fits. I, I'll take my Yorga in a in the offensive Chivas side. If we're or gonna Chicote. try to play, if we're gonna try, yeah, or Chicote. If we're gonna try to still play like possession wise, I think Bons is still our best fit because he has that he has the ability to play out the back. I feel like my Yorga and Chicote struggle at that. But that's I'll, just, that's I'll be very me. curious to see how not only this game goes, uh, um, game against America, but how the rest of the season will play out under Leonia. Yeah, as far as like who plays and and whatnot. And we have another FIFA break coming soon. I think we got two more games and then the FIFA break. So Leonia could get Leonia's gonna get some some time What's with the, the squad. Cup? The World Cup's next year. Yeah, in December. Damn, because it's in Qatar. So basically, what like fourteen months away. Around, yeah, around there. Yeah, we're close. It's crazy, right? Another World Cup. Right, right. In the winter, too. Yeah. That's it. It's only five years away from being over here, right? Oh, yeah. The USA finally gets a guaranteed spot in the World Cup. <laughs> I know I know. Morrow's happy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's, let's talk lineups, then, for a Saturday night, like. And this is fun, right? It's actually fun because we're not going to try to predict what Busantiki is going to put out. It's actually kind of what would we like to see out there on Saturday night. Um, I think at goalkeeper, I think everybody agrees, right? Gudinho. Gudinho's done a pretty good job. I think he's only conceded one goal since he took over for Tonyo. Yeah, why did why did Tonyo, Tonyo lose his job? I don't even remember, to be honest. I think you know I've rarely watched I forget, I forget, he had to have made a dumb mistake, did he have, right? Did he have a real fuck-up, though? I'm trying to I remember. I feel like I was surprised when they benched him. I wasn't surprised, but I'm I'm going to try to dig through the through the gifts in the in the account, but I don't, I don't remember when... I, I don't remember this time what he did, that he made him lose his job. But he I had do to remember, do something. I do remember, like, someone... I can't remember if it was a tweet or they said it on the broadcast. Some, they mentioned, like, his arm, his hand being out... <laughs> <laughs> you know how he was always standing there yeah. with his hands out. <laughs> Fucking charges. So maybe like he a... did fuck up. All right. So so yeah. So we got Godinho. I got, I I'll agree with you, Godinho. Yeah, Godinho goal. At goal. Um, I think right back. Chapo right back. On on like a Busetich who tried Diva at right back, or kind of like a right wing back. But if you're gonna play a, a right wing back, you kind of have to play offensive offensively, and he didn't do that. Did it work? No, I mean he didn't play offensively. So what? Like what the <laughs> what's the hell's the point of playing a right a right wing back and a left wing back if you're gonna sit back the whole time? Um, I think center backs is where it gets like a little a little interesting. I think Briseño is a lock. I think then it's a toss up between Olivas and Diva Sepulveda. And honestly, I probably go Olivas at this point because just because he's been playing at center back more than Diva actually has. 
I, I know you guys think. I, I would probably agree with it. I'm trying to think what Lanyo would do, but I have no clue. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna agree. Yeah, I think those were the, the that's the partnership. If he, if he puts if he puts Steve in though, I wouldn't be completely shocked. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, either either one of those guys is, is solid. I think, or yeah, as solid as we that. can get. You got Diva flow. Yep. All right. I like Oliva's long passes though. Yeah, he has a. Uh, I don't want to say. Rafa Marquez long ball potential, but that's what you think of, right? This man would put 60-yard passes like to people's feet. Yeah, I mean, all right. So then at left back, left back is also a toss-up, right? We got three options. I know you guys don't want Bonson in there. But I want Chicote. Bonson, Mayorga, and Chicote. Uh, I'd probably go Mayorga. Mayorga? Okay. Yeah. America, let's put in Chicote. Chicote. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because offensively, I think they're both offensive players, but I think Chicote is better on the ball than Mayorga. Better like attacking. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like both better of them. Better ball control. The better, where he dribbles is just more like fluid, more natural. Mayorga, I feel like sometimes he like gets stuck with the ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that too. But yeah, I, I'll stick with Mayorga. I think Mayorga is going to get the start. Uh, midfield Ooh, is where. Be mad at that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at either one. Midfield, it gets interesting, right? I think we, it's all unanimous. We're benching Molina, right? <laughs> Bench, cutting him, to be honest. For Just real. Out there gotta go next. Somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flo, talk, talk about that video. Man's hand. <laughs> yeah. Slapping? Talk about that video that popped up on Twitter today and people were going a little crazy with it. Oh, I didn't even watch the video, but I heard about oh. it that, that, that he was shaking everybody's hand and um, and everybody shook his hand except for Molina, right? And yeah. I guess their their Mexican media blew it up saying, oh, Molina's not happy with the new coach. You know, he's, he's boycotting them or whatever. But I guess he went. I saw the, I saw his tweet um, where he addressed it. And he basically said, nah, I, sh- I shook his hand like a few minutes earlier. <laughs> he was like, kill, kill all that noise. <laughs> yeah, and someone confirmed it. I think they even posted a video where, where it shows shaking his hand. Oh, yeah? Man, yeah, Mex- yeah. Mexican media, man. They're never going to, like, they're never going to change. Hey, but if they're going to put some rift between Molina and Leaña, I ain't <laughs> mad at that. Man, the fans ate it up. They know what they're doing, though. That that was, that was video got so many retweets, so many shares. They Bro, know what they're doing. About- Talk about Chivas and, and and that's how you get your views, bro. First thing, oh uh, yeah, definitely. As soon as as soon as they fire Bucetich, everyone's going crazy. Fight this, and I was like, oh, it's a, it's the mentality of a small team to fire someone like Bucetich right now. Bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. All right, so we're benching Molina. Facts. Uh, pairings. Who, Luis? Who you go? Who who are you going with in the midfield for Chivas? Oh man, I'm gonna go. Beltran and who are the other options? <laughs> Flores and who? Lalo, Sergio Flores. Oh, Lalo, Lalo and Beltran. That's what I'm going with. Yep, that's what I'm. I'm picking too. Flo, Flores is too old. He's a he's a 30 year old rookie. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a 28 year old rookie. Who Who would you say is our best ball winner? I would say Lalo. No, I think Lalo's pretty good at that. Yeah, I think Lalo's more more of the dis- defensive. Uh, Mid, if we if we were to go with a uh, uh, Fernando Beltran and Lalo Torres midfield, and yeah, then, and then I'll go with that as well. Then because especially if we're gonna go with uh, 
started along at, at uh, you know, wing back or whatever or fullback. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna have attackers like that, you need you need midfielders that are gonna win you the ball and, and get you the ball back. Um so yep. you just can't go too crazy with the offense, right? Um, yeah. So I think I think I'll go with that. All right, so we're all in agreement. We would do a Lalo Torres and Fernando Beltran pairing in the midfield. Um, up in front of them, probably like as a as a as a ten or as close as we can get to Second a ten. Striker? Yeah. Oh, this is the hard one. I think I stick Angulo in there. Flo. I'll put. You know, it's funny as, as a ten. Conejito. I would put oh, Conejito yeah? in that position. All right. I like his dribbling better. I feel like I feel like he's he's better like in small little like spots than Angulo. See, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, the fact that Chicote is playing put Angulo left wing where he's where they have some sort of chemistry. Put mm, Vega striker. Put that. Antuna right wing, and then put Rizuela behind them. That's actually smart. I was gonna put I, all right. So what I was gonna say is, you know, Angulo as a ten. Put Vega at striker, obviously Antuna on the right wing, and then Brizuela on the left wing. Oh uh, yeah, I just oh, think I just I just think Angulo's more of a real wing, and and even Jimmy Lozano use them would use him in that position. Oh, that's true. And I feel like the, of the two, I feel like Brizuela has more versatility. Yeah, I want his experience. In the middle. Yeah, Plus, I think you're right. You guys are right. His experience, he's older, and sometimes as a, as that attacking midfielder sometimes you gain some of that vision and as you get older sometimes you just gain your passing yeah the way you play the game i feel like i'd just rather have Rizuela there and have and have angulo and chicote up the left wing overlapping whatever they did on that so just do that shit again yeah i'm not mad at it i'm down for v- that vega vega and uh, Rizuela in the middle they can they can do some things you know some little passes back and forth i think i think it would be a good Good little pairing. All right, that's and then assuming Vegas. Antuna right wing has to be Antuna right wing. Yeah, that's assuming. Oh, yeah, that's assuming Vegas healthy, but hopefully he can go. I think I think you work all week with Brizuela and putting those through balls to Antuna. You know the way like quarterbacks and wide receivers work together. <laughs> like that's what they should be doing this week. Just yeah, practicing trying, those through balls. I'm trying to remember what because I did the eagle eye pod last night. I'm trying to remember what I what I did it at attacking midfield and striker. I just think Saldivar or Ronaldo. It's just. You're playing basic with a man down. You're starting the game with a handicap. Uh, oh, I think I think I said Saldivar at striker. If you know, if they can figure out how to freaking use him, like <laughs> just have him post up in the box. I don't know why it's so hard. Has, has anybody ever figured out how to? Use <laughs> yeah, I made that almost for had it had it going for like two games, but then I think he got hurt. So, but don't you think if you're trying to trash. play a more uh, a more. Ex- See, like, I, and you know, and I went back to some of the tweets. But um, we need like well, a hold-up was... player on the field, right? We can't just be freaking going up and down the court all up and down the field the whole game. Nah, but look, I was looking at, at one of the because I searched my name and then I didn't see like what I tweeted when he coached. And one of the mm-hmm. things that I mentioned is it was the game. I don't know if you remember when I don't know who I don't know exactly what the front three was, but they would overlap in like interchange positions. Like Antuna would run into the middle, and then Masi, or I don't know who was there. Masias would run out wide, and and they, they would basically the three forwards would basically switch positions. And if you have Vega, who also has experience at left wing, and Angulo's played up the middle, and Brizuela has played in and out, um, that's something that you could see maybe under Oleano, where these you you have the four players there, but maybe they as, as the game is going, they interchange positions to throw off the defense, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about what we're going to see on Saturday. I think we're going to. 
finally have a fun Chivas game. Like, you know, Hopefully. On the, the other day on Twitter, I put it on the account. I said, um, when's like the last men's Chivas game you genuinely enjoyed? You know, you enjoyed watching? And like 90% of the people that replied said they, they couldn't remember. They're like they, they didn't remember the last time they enjoyed watching a, a men's a Chivas game. game. Yeah, that's that's the one it that popped up to my head. To be honest, if you think about the best game that we've probably played, like as as far as like an attractive style, whether all right, sure you want to say it's the opponent, but we'll Sadich got to play some of these opponents too. It's the Leandro yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Some people mentioned the America and Chivas games with the Chicotazos, but that's probably more result based than how the yeah. team actually looked. But yeah, it's it's been a while since like I sit down. and I'm like, God damn, that was like a good game. Like I. Every time we watch a Chivas game, it's like, God damn it, I just wasted 90 minutes of my life. That's right, why so... I haven't been watching lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Score predictions for Saturday night. Taking the dub? Taking the dub. We got a new coach. You know, that's, that shit always happens when you, when you <laughs> bring in a new coach. That's a guaranteed, like what, 2-1, two, 2-0 one, two, win? What was it? What's the thing in Spanish? It's a técnico que debuta gana? Debuta? Yeah. But technically, he did He's debut, but she was already, yeah. Does that apply? <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to lose? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I said, I said 2-0 Chivas on Saturday. That what you said on the Eagle Eye pod? Yep. What, what were their uh, predictions? You ain't listen to it, Flo? You guys, wow. <laughs> they said, I think there was a 2-1 in there, a 3-1, and then a 4-1. 4 So ones. they, they think so they're going to blow us out bad. the water. That dude is smoking. <laughs> Good weed, bro. It has to be someone on the West Coast. Probably like Dylan. Was Dylan on? No, oh, no, no. Was... Ivan. Ivan lives in the Ivan. West Coast. Definitely smoking that good weed. Hey, I think we win. I'm, I'm excited about a new coach. I'm excited about the fact that the last time Leonio coached Chivas is maybe the last time we enjoyed a Chivas game. So I'm all for it. Fuck it. It's at Azteca, right? Yeah, excited El Azteca. Fans, be careful. Oh, yeah. If you're going to the game, be careful. That's wild, man. That What happened in Philly? That shit's crazy. That's, that's, Bro, a, that's like one of the... That's, I didn't watch the video, but that's like one of the things oh, I hate about... You know why I watched the video? I watched the video to try to understand if there was like what happened, like what led to it. But you really yeah. couldn't get... You couldn't really understand that. For much. I didn't watch that. I didn't, I'm not trying to watch somebody murdered. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Yeah, no, bro. It's and it, and they they have like these dudes' pictures clear, and you haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, that's, like as far as them getting caught, they're definitely gonna get caught, and like they should. That that's stupid. Like, what are you doing? That shit is dumb. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's like now, that's the reputation like Liga Max and like Mexican soccer fans get. It just hurts everybody overall. Back to predictions. <laughs> I got I got four one. Damn, Damn, bro, you smoking that? You on the West Coast with Ivan? <laughs> <laughs> they, they being disrespectful. I'm being disrespectful. Let's go. They didn't want that FIFA smoke this year. I see. Oh, no, they're, tired they're, of, they're tired of losing. Bro, I ain't played in three months, and I still would have whooped that ass. Come on. <laughs> Listen, they would not want to smoke with me this FIFA, bro. Well, how good I got it this FIFA? Smoke them. Rigo they... probably. Well, has Rigo ever played them? Rigo would probably be a good match. No. That man don't play anything but The Witcher. Me and Rigo played once, and we had a thrilling one-one draw. <laughs> it was like nah, some of the worst forget. finishing I'll, you've I'll ever never seen. Forget when you guys let down uh, the whole league on Mexican English community on uh, Total Ninety, uh, Copa Ninety. 
Oh, Copa 90, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> the <laughs> the, YouTube, the 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 brand that you guys killed by going on it. <laughs> <laughs> Copa 90 died after Vara and Rigo went on it. That's all I know. Did you guys play FIFA? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah we played. I think it was Rigo, like Chivas Rigo versus gave a pass to Varo, and Varo some Premier it, League. Think. He he, he already went it. Yeah, I was about to say I Peralta'd it. That's that's on us though. I never, I kept telling Rigo let's practice and we never practice. I'll never I'll like, never forget up. when um it was uh back when we were in the Champions League we were playing the I think the New York Red Bulls I think it was right. Uh huh. We went on that run and Rigo wanted me to play against uh oh, Mike yeah. whatever. Nah, like, get the hell out of here. No, you set it up and everything. You oh, I thought you meant Mike up. LaBelle. Mike LaBelle? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Bell, right? That's his name, the professional. Yeah, he's a player? pro player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think he, I think right? now he's like a content creator, but yeah, at the time he was yeah. a Red Bull pro player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that's. Uh, I've been watching his YouTube videos for years. Rigo like messaged him, DM'd him, and he said he was down to play me uh, for like a, a Chivas versus Red Bull thing. And I was like, Nah, <laughs> you really trying to watch me get washed ten zero out here? No. <laughs> Bro, that's like when I that's like remember when I was gonna play the dude from Montlas and and like one of those dudes is like a pro player. Oh yeah, in Mexico and I was like, and I and I was like fuck it, I was gonna go with it. And I challenged him and I hit him up and he never responded. So I told him he was scared and he was trying to talk crap and like oh let's play let's play like fuck that you scared <laughs> you had your chance. Uh, that's funny. Um, all right, guys, anything else before we wrap up? I think we covered everything we wanted to cover, right? Nah, it just feels good to be potting again. <laughs> feels good to know we'll be able to pot full time again. Uh, we got the contract with uh, Cold for Kit Network. So now we're good. We're good. We'll be back here every week. I'll made our bus after this season. Flo, <laughs> Flo finally signed his contract so he was able to get new uh, AirPods. Yep. With the money he got from uh, the Cold for Kit. So. Yeah, only, we'll one only one of them works. Only one of them works. Damn, he gave you refurbished ones. <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me the Bodega Beats. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Classico Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific West Coast Time. I don't know what the official time zone name is, so West Coast Time. And we'll be back after El Classico talking about a Chivas win, hopefully. If not, we might take another three-week vacation. We are (laughs) out. (laughs) Peace. Peace.